Aaron, you need to know that I'm a bit of a freak. I know. <laughs> One of the reasons why I'm with you. No, 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 no. I mean a Valentine's Day freak. I'm freaky for all things holiday, and I can't help it. And if you can't get on board with that, then eventually I'm going to resent it. Maybe not now, but certainly before the kids go to junior high. So maybe we should just end this now. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> All right, welcome to another episode of Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriend's Podcast. Today's a quite serious one. It's called Time to Man Up. We're going to get into it. Uh, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. Today's episode originally aired 2-12-2007, written by Prentice Penny. Okay, Prentice, I see your pin game. Mm-hmm. Etsy, you don't seem impressed. <laughs> no, I was fucking with it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it was amazing. But uh, today we have a special guest. Today we have with us, as a special guest, Super Fan Son. What's going on? Hello, hello. I am so excited to be on here. Yeah. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but I love this podcast. I don't think I started watching until y'all just got to, I think, season six. Like, it was close oh, to yeah. when that was happening. Okay. And so I just started listening all the way through. Yeah, but I love it. Super excited. So you like the episodes past season six. Usually people go before season six and <laughs> like to discuss those. <laughs> Well, yeah, I am a super fan, so I do like the episodes prior, like, more, because obviously I love Tony Childs, but oh, yeah. there's still a lot of good episodes, like, it's some of the latter, you know, especially because, you know, we just see more development with, like, Joan, and I, I do like some of those episodes as well. I keep watching. I don't rewatch them as much, though. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're getting kind of, like, like, the first half of season uh, seven, I was like, I don't know. I don't know, but now we're getting these um these very much like conversation starter type of episodes, especially mm -hmm. this one and the one with Jabari previously. Um, mm -hmm. It's very interesting. So why did you choose this episode to be a part of this lifetime movie of an episode? <laughs> <laughs> I like this episode because I like how extra Maya is in general, and I like that her extraness really counted like in this episode yeah i just feel like her the person that she is like played such an a big role like in how she went about it and just how everything played out and i also have friends who have been in you know situations similar to alicia's so i like this episode all together honestly like as serious as it is i still mm. like it though mm. okay which girlfriend do you identify with the most Ooh, I feel like I identify with a combination of Joan and Tony, which is a weird Ooh. combination. Mm -hmm. But Ooh. I like the bouginess of Tony. You know, I like material things. I like me. <laughs> so <laughs> I identify like with Tony in that aspect. But unfortunately, some of, you know, Joan's kind of 
crazy, impulsive, like behaviors. I can, at first I didn't like Joan, but then I mm-hmm. realized I didn't like Joan because I see similarities in my own personality <laughs> with Joan. So Ooh. it was like, okay, the well, mirror's girl, too if close. you don't like Joan, yeah. <laughs> the mirror's too close. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I like that a lot. Um, besides your love for girlfriends, you're also an artist, right? Yes, I am an artist. I'm an artist of like all mediums. If you want to check out anything, my page is from Son, the number four you. I do a lot of painting. I do a lot of digital art. I sculpt. I really do everything. Um, I do like personal pieces and I mm-hmm. do a lot of cover art as well. So mm. that's like my big passion outside of girlfriends, obviously. <laughs> you do a lot mm. of podcast cover art? Actually have never done any podcast covers. So if y'all have a podcast out there and you're looking for a cover, come holla at your girl. I'll keep you in mind. Uh, and listeners, mm-hmm. keep her in mind. You never know. So um, this episode is really cool. There's a lot of mentions in this episode of previous episodes, which is really cool because they're trying to do the whole continuity thing. It's interesting because, mm-hmm. like, this was, like, the era of DVD, full seasons, people buying full seasons of shows. So I think probably they were like, okay, people are going to rewatch this and they're going to realize that stuff isn't matching up because they're watching it out of order and whenever they want. So it looks like they tried to, like, tie some things in that happened a long time ago, season two and season four and things like that. So that's really cool. So let's get this started. Let's get mm-hmm. it because we got a lot. Uh, we're going to start out the J-spot. And Joan is trying to get everyone to try this new dessert that the chef made. Monica doesn't want it because she's trying to make sure she can get in her wedding dress. And William says he doesn't want any either because, well, he's trying to get into her wedding dress too. (laughs) (laughs) So then we see Aaron, who's also at the J-Spot, which is really new for my eyes because, wow, it's a new person in the J-Spot. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It was kind of different, like, seeing Aaron with everybody, like, all of them kind of in this big group setting like that. It was like, okay, I'm... Were you uncomfortable? It seemed a little soon, uh, did it not? I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's the new girl in town. I don't know if he, he can sit with us yet. Yeah, it feels a little little too soon. Um, but he's there. And she offers him some, but he's like, no. With all the students this week, there's been a lot of candy floating around. So I'm heading toward a sugar coma. Monica mentions... She makes this comment. Of course, when you go to an all-girls school, it's cute in an alternative lifestyle kind of way. Been there, girl. I was like, where did that come from? That was a weird comment. Yeah. Monica looks like she went to an all-girls school, though. I think she's talking about, like, Valentine's Day where the girls are giving other girls Valentine's. Because Lynn was like, yeah, girl, I know. You didn't peep that? I didn't peep. I didn't hear Lynn what she said. And I didn't think it connected to I do remember Lynn saying that. Oh, okay. Yeah. But why would she poke at Lynn like that? I don't know. That seemed kind of far. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many other ways you can get at Lynn. She don't got nobody. Pick, pick at that. Oh, I don't think she was trying to um, get at Lynn. What I think she was trying to say was, like, in her school, because she went to an all-girls school, Valentine's Day was for the girls who dated girls. Oh, she was just making a comment that was just a comment. Yeah, and then experience. Lynn was like, oh, girl, yeah, I've been oh. there. You know, Lynn's a little freaky deaky, so. Yeah, yeah, so to speak. I know all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember last week, you all know, that joke, or two weeks ago. <laughs> freaky deaky, so to speaky. So, William's like, you know, on Valentine's Day, I always have a woman by my side. And Lynn said, who, your mama? He said, mama's a woman. <laughs> 
And <laughs> we get into Aaron's uh, feelings about Valentine's Day. He says it isn't real. It's commercialized. You know that yada yada about the greeting card companies. What do you guys think of that? What do you think of Valentine's Day? At the point of this coming out, it would have happened a week ago. But what do you guys think of it? I think that is a excuse that a lot of men say when they don't want to do anything or get anything for you. Oh, hot. You know, I feel like Essie hit it right on the nail. Like, I mean, I don't think that Valentine always has to be something that's like super big or anything. But like to just say like, yeah, I don't believe in Valentine. It's like, yeah, what you mean you don't believe in Valentine? Like you don't believe in it. Yeah, like that's a weird to say you don't believe in it. It's like, That's a weird phrasing. What? I think it, I mean, but who created this holiday to like, it ain't God driven. It's just. But you can say that about anything. Like anything. Like, He's trying to say that all this is made by corporations. Nigga, look where the fuck we at. We're living in America. Okay. Everything is done for profit. You telling me that you don't want to take your significant other out or maybe give them a gift that you would have given them maybe on their birthday or whatever, just mm, for like a special yeah. day. What's the difference between doing it on Valentine's Day and doing it in any other day? If we're That's talking about like... Because he didn't really do... He wasn't even really like, oh, well, you know, if you're with me every day, it's Valentine's Day. Like, he didn't even kind of yeah, flip that. Like, I don't need didn't. an excuse to, like, celebrate my love for somebody. Like, mm-hmm. he just went... He just took it straight there. And it's just like... Yeah. Okay, like the, oh, that's probably true, but you still not gonna take your lady out for Valentine's Day? And he, we know he poor, so I don't know. Could have been well, that, too. that. That's another thing. <laughs> I want to, um, <laughs> I want to trigger the the, the low income folks, but a lot of the a lot of the broke niggas be saying that shit too. Oh, I don't believe in this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't believe in that. Christmas is a this. Valentine's Day is a that. Mm, all because yeah. they don't want to put in no effort yeah. or no bread. Christmas come around, they Jehovah Witness. I don't celebrate holidays. <laughs> well, okay. I never heard you say that before, but all right. <laughs> so, to not get dumped by her man, Joan lies and says she don't care about Valentine's Day either. You know, because she's like trying to keep her man. She's in her late 30s. She doesn't want to be single. So, she just follows along with whatever he says. And everybody looks at her like, what the fuck you mean you don't believe in no Valentine's Day? She said it's for the lonely, needy people. And I don't need all that shoveled down my throat. The fact that she's even that grown and still compromising on shit that means a lot to her means that she needs a lot more growing up to do. She's not ready. Yeah, that's my thing. Like, I can get why you're like, okay, I need to compromise more with stuff. But, John, you of all people don't need to compromise on holidays. Like, that's not something that's such a big part of who she is. So I was a little surprised to see her be so quick to be like yeah you know that's i don't celebrate it either i looked at her like she had to and say it in front of all her friends who know (laughs) who know know that's a damn lie (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so she's like i don't need all that valentine's day shit shoveled down my throat which sounds gross but william says that's not the only (laughs) thing being shoveled around here and then we get our theme and we open up at the chilies Darnell's trying to steal Maya's buffalo wings, which sounds kind of sexual, but it's not. It's literally food. And apparently it's Buffalo Wing Wednesday. I don't know much about chilies, but that sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, Maya's spidey senses start to tingle. <laughs> she realizes there's some black people close by and she spots a couple in the corner. <laughs> is that is that a thing? Can anybody is that like a, a radar we as black people have? I went to school um, on a 
I went to a PWI. All right. Oh, me too. Don't worry. So, about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely say there has been times where you can just, you know, the air just gets a little different, and it's like mm, I don't know why I think my people might be in here. That's like crazy. something just telling me like they they might be here. Like you can smell the, like, the hints of shea butter. Shea butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. There's some Negroes. <laughs> some Negroes in the vicinity. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she goes. She wants to eavesdrop on them, and Darnell's like, nah. You can't go spying and blitzing every person of color that rolls in the town. The last black couple you did that to turned out to be Sri Lankan. And I didn't hear you complaining when I made Lakshmi's recipe for coconut shrimp. Um, <laughs> so she walks over to the table and we see the actors. And do you guys know? Well, I know you guys know the guy. Who's the guy? Cole from Martin. Yeah, Cole from Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Carl Anthony Payne II, who plays Ray. He was Cole on Martin. And if you don't know that, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast because you're a disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely are. in the lineage of all of those black historic TV shows, those, those sitcoms. So I don't know. Mm. Yeah. And uh, Alicia. His wife is played by China Shaver. She's a character actor who's been in a lot of things, but I remember her most from this, I think. She looks familiar. Do you guys know her from anywhere else? She does look familiar. I can't put my finger on it. I can't oh, either. I know her from, though. And I haven't mm-hmm. seen this episode that many times, so it can be this. I don't know. But she has been in a lot of black stuff, so it could have been anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> that we, we watch as black people. Maya goes and tries to take their catch-up to start a conversation, and she's like, are y'all new around here? And then immediately she goes, y'all got any plans for Marcus Garvey Day? <laughs> like, let them answer the question first. She's just so excited. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, my name is, and Alicia goes, Maya. She's like, how you know? She's like, girl, we've been, there's four of us up in here. I've been spying on y'all for the last 15 minutes. She was trying to figure out if Maya is Filipino. <laughs> she kind of... Maya do look Blasian though. Like, she do look Blasian. Like she got them eyes. She the does. Eyes, she bones. Yes. I would not be surprised to find out that she wanted them sweeties. <laughs> 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 so um, they just moved to LA from Atlanta. Maya calls Darnell over, yelling, "Baby, I just checked them out. They bonafide." And all the <laughs> white people turn around and look over, like, "What the fuck?" That's crazy. <laughs> They're the only black people in there. That's kind of scary. That's just like we were talking about the other other week with um Jabari and his white friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we gotta. That's good thing they found each other. I couldn't like, especially because from what it seems like they live like you know in a predominantly white area. Yeah. I need to be with my people. Like I'm not saying I'm it's not tough. gonna go places where it's predominantly white. Like right. I will travel and venture those places, but. You know, for your neighborhood, like your locals, not to have many people that look like you. I don't really. I don't like that idea. <laughs> yeah, it's a um, it's a hazard, really. It's a life hazard to not have people that look like you around. No allies in any way. If something goes down, they're going to protect each other. Is that is that a Hotep way of thinking? Am I am I on track? Absolutely <laughs> not. Okay, because I'm like not. just making sure. Because some people be like, "Dang, Nettie, that's mad racist." Nah, it's just I the like- way life has happened around us. I like a little mixed bag. You feel me? Give me a cute oh, yeah, little. That's you fine. can sprinkle in the whites. Because, you know, yeah. too many Negroes. But let, let them be the sprinkles, though. Don't let them be the, the main. I don't want to be the sprinkle. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be the sprinkle. Let, let them be the, the sprinkle and not the, the ice main. Cream. You know. Okay. You know. So, Darnell comes up there and introduces himself. Um, the new couple talks about the high desert air and how it keeps them ashy. 
But Alicia makes her own shea butter, which is Ooh, wow. Oh, nice. Okay. You live in, in the wrong neighborhood for that, but sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you might need to go back in like Crenshaw area somewhere. But she's talking about her business, um, trying to tell Maya about it. And Ray kind of shuts her down and says, they don't want to hear about that. They don't want to hear your sales pitch. Maya said, no, I want to hear it. So Alicia starts to talk about her ingredients that she uses and Ray shuts her down again. And she's like, all right, I'll buy, I'll bring you a starter kit. That was the first like red flag when I watched this episode because I'm like, she's trying to get a bag. She's trying to promote, you know, and you don't want her to promote. Like, I don't know. I just well, thought that it was weird that he wasn't, um, he was so quick to stop her from promoting her business. Well, a lot of times what happens in those situations, as we know the ending of this, they don't want the woman to have a job and get autonomy and make her own money mm -hmm. because she could leave. She could do whatever. She could go meet people. It could lead to other doors being open that he doesn't want opened. So that could be the reason he kept shutting her down. Um, Etsy, did you um, notice this right away? What was going on? The second time, yeah. And the first time, it's like, oh, okay, maybe he's just one of those Darnells that, like, talk too loud or something. <laughs> you know, Darnell was on that type of shit low-key in the was, first episode, which is funny how he switched up now, but hey. It, it, but he wasn't actually hitting Maya, though. No. Like, he was verbally, but he wasn't physical with her. It yeah. was, Early Darnell was a little scary. There's it levels. Was, it, was, <laughs> it was DV adjacent, right? But <laughs> DV adjacent. <laughs> but um, when I was watching it, and then he did the second time. What I thought of was, hmm, is that why they're in Lancaster? Like, in the boondocks in West Bubba Fuck? Because we know why Maya and Darnell is over there. Because Jabari, house, family, etc. But y'all is just y'all. So why y'all all the way in West Bubba Fuck? You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, as I opposed to being... Yeah, so nobody will call the cops when he tried to hit her in the city or you know just where people can mingle more she'll have more access to opportunities mm, they want more things of that nature they love they, they would benefit from the isolation more right uh-huh good call so alicia's gonna send her one of the starter kits she's like where do you live and maya says uh she yells her full address in the restaurant and i'm like bugging bugging Maya, come on now. Uh -uh. And that's when they realize they're neighbors and they get all excited. And yeah, on the second watch, you can see the husband look super uncomfortable. Like he's very shifty yes. and like uh -huh. kind of doing that. He's annoyed, obviously. Like he looks like he's going to beat up Maya at one point. Like he looks almost <laughs> like like he's going to do something to Maya. Maya was saying something. He shot her a look kind of like, uh. what you finna? Ooh, you finna hit Maya? Yeah. So Maya and Alicia are talking about the shops in L.A. Alicia wants to hit them up, and Ray shuts that down, too. He said, we just bought a house, girl. Dang. I mean, okay. That was legit, yeah. No. the fuck that got to do with <laughs> looking at the shit in the store? I don't think he wants her to buy nothing at the store. Mm -hmm. they just and I don't house. think he want her hanging out with Maya. I don't think he want her hanging out with anybody. Like, you mm. know, like, he doesn't even... Because I think he's trying to isolate her. I know that's what well, the yeah. users usually do. So, because even when he when they wanted to sit down with them and he's like oh no i'm pretty sure they have something to do like you could tell he definitely did not want yeah. them around at yeah, all. yeah. Mm -hmm. so um darnell was like so y'all want another round of drinks he's trying to change the subject a little bit and ray's like nah it's cool we gotta go to the new eddie eddie murphy movie y'all know what movie it was i looked it up what movie was it norbit 
Oh, God. <laughs> I've never seen you it. I looked the drinks. <laughs> you should have stayed for the drinks. <laughs> um, so that's what they're trying to hit up. Well, they wanted to. Alicia wanted to stay longer, but um, Ray wouldn't hear of it. He put his foot down. He, he don't want her building that foundation for a friendship. This is like mm-hmm. a first date, a first friend date. You see what I'm saying? So he doesn't want her to plant that seed. Because once the first friend date goes well, well, then, bitch, you my homie then. Let's go to the second one, the third one. (laughs) Let's come over. We live right next to each other. Let's have like... Like, so per game. He even, um, he said like, oh, we agreed. And he put super emphasis, like, we agreed we were going to see this tonight. And that just gave uh, me, you told me we was going to see this tonight. Yeah. It did not feel, he said we agreed, but it felt the complete opposite. It did not sound like we agreed he, to he do that. He tends to, from the way he worded things toward the end, he answers for her. She has, so when he says we, he means him. And mm-hmm. when people ask him questions about her, he answers for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the way he runs things. Um, have y'all ever seen the movie Love Song with Monica and Rachel True and Essence Atkins and Christian Kane. Mm-mm. That's not like a black... Yeah. One of them black... black it's, it's black. black. Straight to it's DVD. Black. Yeah. Well, it was okay. on MTV. It's an MTV movie, so it was on MTV a few times, but then it went to DVDs. But it was made in 2000, and um, Rachel True's character tells Monica... My mother always told me that there were three kinds of men to stay away from. Any man with the name Ray. Men with small ears... And men whose first and last names are both first names. <laughs> mm. So, this guy's name is Ray. Um, Maya looks concerned when the couple leaves, and Darnell's like, they were nice. And Maya's like, well, she was, but... They seem a little shady. <laughs> he was not shady. No, did you see the way he shut her down every time she said something? Well, she, she wouldn't shut up. <laughs> Darnell. Oh, that's that's skin Darnell coming out. <sighs> I don't know why Darnell's saying that like Maya don't shut up. I right. just thought that was like really. I'm Maya like, be talking. Just, just Maya and I talk a lot. I'm not going to hold you. I was like, um, this is the pot calling the kettle back because Maya be talking all day. I don't know. Child. Yeah. I'm like, Darnell, you need to shut the fuck up. Stop it. Did you ever, uh, Son, did you ever think Darnell was like abusive vibes in general over the series? Did you ever think he gave that? Yeah. I will say Definitely, like, season two, when we yeah, first got, that's when got introduced yeah, yeah. to, like, this Darnell. Yeah. Um, oh, of course, you know, within he called Jonah bitch because she got the watch. He, he, he got the watch. Because he thought she got the watch. Yeah. The way he snatched Maya up about that party, like, Maya, we yeah. leaving. Like, let's go. I was like, okay. You know, it was so a little. True. Sometimes he just seemed super aggressive like yeah. even the whole thing with the dress like felt mm-hmm. earlier felt earlier episode i was questioning Darnell. Mm-hmm. yeah it was definitely given ike for sure and if we didn't know anybody if we were watching the first time we'd probably think it was going in the direction of him hitting her never went there right though. he got a lot softer in tone even though in this episode he's reverting a little bit in mm-hmm. general he <laughs> overall softened let's see so in this dynamic, Darnell doesn't see, he's very tone deaf to everything that just happened at the dinner. Maya sees a situation for what it actually is, but that's just a male and female type of, I guess, viewpoint and how things are, are done. All right, we move on to Joan's house. We haven't seen this place in a while. Aaron, her and Aaron are walking into the house. 
and immediately she's like, why don't you like Valentine's Day? Mm. <laughs> Let's get into it. I don't believe in it. And you agreed with me. She said, no, I said I don't celebrate it, but I do believe in it. She's like, I think it's kind of weird you don't believe in it. Next, you're going to say you don't believe in Tuesdays. He says, of course, I believe in Tuesdays. It's on the calendar. She said, so is Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, that was a dumb point. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of stupid. <laughs> like, all the holidays are on the calendar, dummy. All of them like, are. Like, what the fuck like, are you talking about? <laughs> so, she starts to patronize him about this whole holiday. It's like, oh, 300 million Americans celebrate it. But it's fine. We're good. We don't have to celebrate it. We're good. And we'll move on to the Wilkes house. Darnell's running into the house with his basketball gear on, yelling at Maya about the neighbors. Yeah, so he's like, yo, they got some cops outside. And she's basically reveals that she called the cops on them while she was taking her morning walk because she heard some noises coming from their residence. And of course, she's like, oh, what the fuck? So Maya kind of gets a little Karen on that point. It was like, girl... <laughs> You don't call no cops based on no noises like that. You gotta... What type of noises uh, was it, Maya? Yeah. Was it, oh, my God! Or was it just... What was it? And that's another thing I think they should have said. What type of noises was it? Like, was yeah. it people screaming? She just what said noises. It? She said suspicious sounds. Right. And that's where they left it. Could have been anything. Could have mm-hmm. been nothing. Could have been creaky floors. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hard because we know if you know the ending, you're like, oh, she's right though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel um, like they were kind of trying to set us up for like a little doubt, you know, yeah. in Maya's like intuition, and I, I, I kind of just chalked it up to TV land wanting us to think that maybe nothing's going on and Maya's crazy because yeah. it was super vague. Like you don't go on morning walks, and what was the suspicious sounds? Yeah, and she said they have their blinds drawn on a day when you can actually see the mountains after a fresh rain. It's also done in a way where, like, they're making Maya look wacky. She's playing it wacky, and I'm sure she was directed to do so, so that the viewers think that she is wrong and that she's overreacting. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I don't think in real life she would be playing it like this. It'd be a lot more serious, like, I I think something's going on, but she's just so, like... I don't know, silly with it that you kind of do doubt what she's saying, you know? Because mm-hmm. I think she even said she requested it. When he said there was like two police, she was like, I requested for a whole SWAT team. Yeah. Like, it's like, Maya, girl, what? <laughs> Why it's, did you do it's that? It's a lot. Um, so, yeah, that's really, it's really cool, though, how they wrote it that way to make us kind of lead us in a, wrong, a different direction. She also said she went around the house and saw in the trash some old band-aid wrappers and an empty bottle of hydrogen peroxide so because of all that she thinks ray is beating his wife and darnell's like girl you first off you're wrong second off you can't go calling the cops on on somebody with no real evidence especially on a black man well she didn't call the cops on a black man she called the cops to their residences i mean is there not a black woman there too oh you mean like she didn't say like Oh, this There's, guy is doing something. This guy is like, doing something. No, she's saying that I heard some noises from the house. So go to their house. Mm, good call. So what do you think at this point? Did you think Maya was on the right track, Etsy? Or did you think she was wilding? Um, You know, I've been on my conspiracy shit. So I thought that she was on the right track. And I never doubted her. I could tell that mm. they were trying to throw us off. But from that first sitting... It was obvious that something was wrong with him. Now, yeah. it may not have been 
abuse, maybe it was something else. They could have gave us a curveball, but something is definitely up with him for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree with Etsy. Like, I definitely had faith in Maya, but I thought that maybe she was moving a little too hasty. Like, I was somebody, you know, you need to get all your evidence, you know, get a little bit more before you go jump in to do something like that. So I probably would have waited a little, but I didn't necessarily think she was stripping it. Yeah, that's the thing she doesn't really like the evidence that she gets is so circumstantial that it's like you need something harder. You can't just be like band-aids in the trash. Like, I mean, people have (laughs) band-aids. I don't know. Hydrogen peroxide. It's just you need a tad bit. You actually in this situation, you need to see it happening. Either see it happening or see the bruises on her face or whatever. Now, if she would have seen some band-aids, hydrogen peroxide and some blood. Now, that to me would have been a little bit more a little bit but he could he could be a boxer and he was just you know is the nigga a boxer (laughs) we know that now but he could have been that could be like oh yeah nigga don't look like no boxer like (laughs) cole ain't no boxer child (laughs) he could you never never know ufc this you know featherweight it could be all you never know what people do um Maybe she's a boxer, shit. <sighs> and that's that's another thing. If she had bruises on her face, like, oh, you 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 play sports? Is that where you got that from? Be for real. Hey, you got to think <laughs> everything out. You don't want to be wrong, so you have to think about these things. But Darnell <laughs> wants her to leave it alone because she don't got no proof. And uh, she's like, no, I don't want to be that woman on the news that says, I had no idea. He seemed like such a nice man. Mm. And we move on. She ain't never lie. It happens sometimes, you know, we walk, I was, um, I talked to somebody today who mentioned that we walk past a bunch of murderers all the time and we don't know it. And we don't motherfucking know it. Yep. We don't know it. People that have gotten away with it just still walk around here. We have no idea. So you never know Chilling. what people are doing. Especially when we do these like big high population events. I'm like, at least one of y'all has murdered someone. Which one was it? <laughs> well, I don't be it- looking in the crowd and thinking who the hell is it, but they probably white. Like, as you said, she'd be looking like they probably white. Like, when we be talking, I might be like, which one of y'all? I don't talk to a hundred people today. One of y'all gotta Ooh. have did something. Which one of y'all was it? You know, like that doesn't freak yeah. you out. <laughs> it freaks me out now that you say it that way. Yes. <laughs> or on the subway. Mm-hmm. When it's crowded, like one of the bitches on this fucking train done kill somebody. Uh, one of y'all done caught and a they body. They just going to work. Uh huh. <sighs> scary. Son, where you where you calling from? I'm in Atlanta. We don't got no subways, but I mean, we got murders. murders. But, like, yeah. <laughs> There's a whole show about the Atlanta murders on True Crime. We kind of use it, yeah. but not compared to like in New York. Like, you know, like we still aren't using public. It's not the common like yeah. way for people to get around. Mm. Even if we don't want to drive, most people just get on the Uber, honestly. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. you Uber driver. Oh, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know, though. Them, though. <laughs> Um, so at Joan's house, the girls are encouraging her to tell the truth about Valentine's Day to Aaron. And Maya said, there's worse things to find out about you. And, um, while the girls are in the kitchen talking about this, William yells to Monica to make him a drink. And Maya says, she's not your indentured servant, William. Get your own damn wine. And Monica's (laughs) like, girl, I'm, I'm okay with making his drink. (laughs) I'm fine. I don't mind. And it's like, Monica, you ain't had that private conversations. Monica okay with a lot of stuff that's oh, way yeah. worse than... <laughs> she don't know the truth. She don't know, she don't know that. 
William don't want to be in this marriage and he don't love her. <laughs> she don't know that. And I felt bad because like I was an avid Monica hater. But this season, like when they reintroduced Monica, I like kind of started liking Monica, liking Monica a little bit more. So it was just like, dang, girl, you let William run over you? Like, do you, do you see who you are? Like, why are you letting William run over you? you see who you are? <laughs> You're Monica you. Charles Brooks. You can get any guy. Yeah. Oh, come on, Close. girl. You're going out sad. So, Darnell chimes in. Yeah, Maya. There you are, all up in somebody else's relationship again. Well, I call it like I said, when something ain't right. He says it loud so the whole party can hear it and wonder what he's talking about. I hate people do that. Mm-hmm. Don't bring up something we talked about in private, in a public setting, mm-hmm. to get people to go, what, what y'all talking about? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Manipulator. <laughs> so, Lynn, Lynn's the one that starts to take the bait. She's like, oh, okay, I'm going to need more backstory. And, of course, Darnell jumps in and explains what happened with the neighbors. But he starts it with, so this new black couple moved into the neighborhood. And William, being a Republican and future MAGA believer, <laughs> says, uh, oh, you're worried about the property values, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Bitch. did he lie? <laughs> That's what they Listen, be trying to do. He didn't lie, but you don't talk on your, you don't speak about black people like that. <laughs> don't have a white person say that you don't say that you lie to yourself and you say whatever's opposite because when too much negroes the whites start getting crazy (laughs) well yeah they don't want to move in there when there's a lot of black people but i'm just saying that's the quiet part out loud (laughs) but darnell's like no maya's convinced the husband is beating the wife and they're all like oh my god that's horrible and he says no she's basically all in her so-called woman senses I'm an authoress. I'm an expert in the trials and tribulations of human behavior. And I saw the way he talked to her. I saw their whole power dynamic in play. But you just want to sit there and ignore it. By the way, everybody on that couch looks squished. Did you mm-hmm. see that? They look How real they comfortable. like that? that was and I weird. was confused. Because Lynn came and like made it even more like squished than what it was. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty she sure there's this... another chair on the side of that oh, couch. Oh, there is. On the opposite side where, of where D- Darnell was sitting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, there feel, is. I thought it was two chairs and one couch. So I was like, why is everybody sitting on the couch? Yeah. I don't even know why Lynn popped on in because it was all couples. Mm-hmm. But then Lynn decided to be on the couch with the couples it's like girl there's a whole nother chair she <laughs> so monica had to get up and go sit on the other side of william because lynn hopped in there but yeah they don't look comfortable at all and maya talks about the couple's dynamic in order to kind of give a little context so they have a whole conversation do you guys remember any highlights about this conversation about women and men and things like that any thoughts anything you want to highlight I have a very, very distinct memory of Darnell saying that all women do is play make-believe, and it starts with them playing with Barbies. And I was like... He did say that. (laughs) Well... Men play make-believe all the time, even in adulthood, especially with video games, action figures, Marvel comics. Yeah, Um, what he said didn't really make sense, because both both genders play make-believe just in different ways. Um, Mm -hmm. So it didn't really hit the way he thought it did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was weird. That was that old Darnell. I don't know why they threw so much old Darnell in this episode. Why is he so old Darnell this episode? We already got an abusive husband. We don't need... (laughs) 
We don't need the spectrum. I feel like we haven't heard him say, like, misogynist shit in a while. So it's kind of like, well, what's what's this? Yeah, it's very jarring. Darnell's ignoring... Maya says Darnell's ignoring the signs of what's going on. And he's like, no, I'm just not... I'm not ignoring the signs. I'm not going to jump to conclusions. Jones says men jump to conclusions on anything unless there's a new video thingy out. That doesn't make sense either. But Aaron's like, wait, there's a new video thingy out? That's when she's like, see, that kind of mockery right there just proves that men are children. That's what Lynn says. Darnell says, now you're playing with real people's lives. You know, I was, okay, so about not bringing in misogynistic Darnell in a long time. I noticed that he kind of toned it down when he needed Maya to stand beside him with that whole NASCAR bullshit and deciding to quit his job and try to buy back his, um, was it his garage? Mm-hmm. Like he was too busy appreciating Maya for, for hanging beside him. And so he couldn't bring in the misogyny because the misogyny can't really hit the way it's supposed to when you out here begging for some support. Yeah, exactly. So, so now that everything's, you know, he got his, garage back everything's good he's like all right i can go back to my old ways now that's what it seems like so darnell tells them she called the cops and monica goes well if she saw her getting beat then she should call the cops and then i was like that's here's where it gets good she didn't see him beating her and he goes tell him why you called the cops baby tell him why you called the cops baby (laughs) 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 you said it just like that (laughs) That's yo. That was such a great way he said it. I don't like the way he's treating Maya, but the way he said that line, perfect. <laughs> he leans back and sits back in his chair. I know y'all talk about his voice like all the time, like his Florida and all that. Like this kills me. Like <laughs> he was talking about to Jabari. So is that Kelly, your girlfriend now? Is that Kelly, Kelly, your girlfriend now? <laughs> <laughs> We His didn't even ask him so when we funny. interviewed him. We didn't even ask him about why he's all like that. But well, we kind of touched on it when he when we asked him about the whole black exploitation shit. Like, remember? When we I wonder like, if he knew we were going with that. <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> I don't he, think did. he caught it. He was like, "Oh no, actually, no, I'm not into black exploitation anyway." Um, <laughs> but Maya explains <laughs> her uh, series of wife beating clues that she saw. I saw first aid accoutrements. <laughs> and no one answered my urgent knockings when I know good and damn well they were holed up in that house. All that there followed a series of suspicious sounds. <laughs> now you tell me that does not warrant a 911 call. <laughs> you guys, I just realized that we didn't toss the bread and groom. But Joan is a real friend for that, though. Like, she didn't want to... It's like, when your homegirl and her dude are like, you know, he's right and she's wrong. You don't really want to say she's wrong. That's so I thought it was the same thing. Like, yeah, anyway, girl, like... Yeah. On. <laughs> That's a good call. I'm just, like, kind of pissed that no one believes her. Like, no one even goes, you know, maybe so. Like, even the girls. Like, nobody. Not one person at that party. Like, yeah. I, I understand Aaron. He don't know her. But all the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Not one of them was even like, well, tell me more. What made you think that? Or like, maybe we should like, both go over there, you know? But that's how it be. Niggas don't be wanting to um, get involved. That's that's another thing I was going to say. Like, child, this nigga out here beating up his woman. I'm going um, to sit my ass right here. That's a man's job to check that. Yeah. I don't know. It's... It's tough. Like, when you want to help somebody, you know what's going on. Well, they have to want it. 
just like at the end you can't force nobody to get help but it's just exactly. like exactly yeah. exactly <sighs> yeah um joan brings up the fact that maya's led them in, in certain decisions in the past that kind of blew up in their face for instance jason stealing the money he didn't steal the money but maya thought it and because of that they fired him they had the money the whole time and then lynn mentions the episode with savad the thing remember the thing mm-hmm. and maya's like it's something in his crawl space in his in his uh in his attic we got to go up there and look and they went on a csi mission to figure that out so maya's led maya's suspicions have led the girls in certain spots they didn't want to be in in the past so now they don't believe her because of that, that stuff but they should understand as women how women intuition works like i feel like it's mm-hmm. either spot on or it's completely wrong like sometimes you know we'd be missing but a lot of times we'd be right though so it's just like okay yes maya may have been wrong in those moments but that does not mean her intuition does not like exist and she can't be right about this one thing and they should know that as women because i'm pretty sure they've probably done the same thing before yeah Mm -hmm. especially joan with her situations with her men and that's what i said lying to her not joan who has first experience first-hand accounts of things like this like joan your brain be going all types of places and you trying to come for Maya, girl, please. <laughs> right, because you're right. Because Joan is the same person who, when the sex addict boyfriend came back, she immediately assumed that he came back to, like, be with her. Like, yeah. who said yeah. that, y'all? Yeah. Especially yeah. when y'all said y'all weren't waiting on each other. So yeah. she should have understood. Yeah. Right. Maya gets offended and she says, right, maybe, maybe I am wrong. Maybe I am. But what if I'm right? Then I saved a woman today. And until folk, especially you men, start stepping up, women are going to continue to get beat. Including you three heifers if you don't back me up next time. Monica's in it. Hmm. You three, she said. She said you three. She's officially a part of the club. She can sit with us. I don't know. I'm still kind of... Give me a little more time to to bring Monica (laughs) into the the table. Too fast. It's, everything's happening so fast. I think they know that this is the end. So they're just mm-hmm. rushing a lot of storylines. I want to say Reggie Hayes, to me, is one of the best actors on this show. He's doing really good on this mm. this whole scene. He's sitting there looking on, looking away, looking uncomfortable. Like, I can't explain it, but it's the uninterested look that you do at a party when you're just sitting there and you're just kind of like listening to people's conversations. He's doing really well with the nonverbal acting in the scene. Mm-hmm. It's really good. So next, Maya and Alicia are shopping. And Maya pops out wearing a really nice dress. Etsy, what happens in this scene? They're like, oh, that dress so cute, girl. Maya's like, yeah, but that's $300. And I remember what happened the last time I bought a $300 dress. Like, damn, that was the last time you bought a $300 dress. That was mad long ago, but whatever. Like, season that's the same thing I thought. Season two. <laughs> yeah, it's been that long since you ain't bought no... <laughs> you ain't bought you no... You got money. Okay. You got NASCAR money. You got book money. <laughs> yeah. You got enough money to buy that house in West Bubble Fuck. But anyway, then um, Maya picks out a dress for old girl to wear. And she's like, how about you wear this? And then the old girl's like, no. It's skimpy. Um, it's kind of showing it's too like, much. It's like a shorter dress. It was sleeveless, backless. 
short. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. And you know what? When she said that, I, I, I actually peeped the dresses that she had in her hand were all like long and grandma-y. And I was like, mm, purr. Oh, um, okay. Yes, girl. So Maya's like not just put on a dress. Like she's kind of like trying to force it on her. Yeah. And Alicia's like, nah, I don't like that dress. Like, nah. And Maya's like, okay, I was trying to be like tactful or whatever. But what's good? He beating you or what? <laughs> That's how they should have wrote it. No, I like that. He beating you or what? <laughs> I like that. Like, just come on out and say it. Like, what's Why? good? What's going on? So the girl's like, no, you trying to cause problems. I should have known. Ray said you was crazy. How the fuck he know she crazy? You only met her one time. One time. Nah, he lying. He just said she was crazy to put that in her head. Like, he yes. met her one time and just said she labeled her crazy so that his wife don't fuck with her. Because he knows that this can be a potential friendship. Especially when there's only two black women in a predominantly white mm. space, then that means the, the the friendship can grow even quicker, right? Yeah. So there's that. And then she's like, no, nah, I'm out of here. So she leaves Maya at the mall. And then Maya's like, oh, no, girl, you was my ride. And I was like, damn, maybe you shouldn't have bucked too hard, girl. You want to be the West Bubba fuck. <laughs> yeah, they all the way, Oof. like, they're in L.A. They got to get all the way back out of Lancaster. I don't know. How long is that drive? Two hours? 60, uh, 60 miles. So, hour and some change. Oof. Hour 15, something like that. Too much. They, and they don't they do not do public transportation out there like they do here. Hmm. So, good luck to you. You're going to hitchhike. Nah, the way she got there, at the end, she explains it. She's like four different modes of transportation. But, yeah, I like the way um, Maya starts it out. She tries to be kind of like sneaky about it. She's like, yeah, last time I bought a $300 dress... Darnell went crazy. And so she's like, you know anything about what that's like, Alicia? You know? You know know what it's like when your man go crazy? (laughs) I thought it was kind of interesting because, like, Alicia jumped to kind of portray this image of Ray like oh no he treats me so good like girl ain't nobody asked yeah. how he treats you yeah, like, we didn't ask all, you about all that we didn't ask you all that she's like he treats me so good and <laughs> oh no he likes me wearing nice things he'd be like buy this buy that but then he just tell you like <laughs> when they was at Chili's that you didn't need to be doing no shopping because y'all just bought a house right mm-hmm. so you already you can't even keep up with the lies yeah you can't, can't even you contradicting mm-hmm. out here on but yeah, I like I like the way oh, it sucks because we know that she's right, that Maya's right. But what if Maya was wrong this whole time? <laughs> what, what if she was saying this shit and <laughs> she was wrong this whole time? I look at it through that lens. Like I'm looking at it as if what if she was wrong and doing all this with her, with her friends at the party, with this girl while they're trying on clothes, and this girl's like, wait, my my husband doesn't even beat me. What are you talking about? Like. I just don't like the dress. <laughs> then she yeah. would have lost a friend and that would have been it. Yeah, I guess there's not much stakes. Yeah. yeah the lesson would have been like the business sometimes, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. At least you don't seem that cool either. So, loser. It's fine. Right. <laughs> so, how would y'all, I'm going to say, how would y'all have done it? If y'all were Maya's shoes and y'all thought this girl was getting beat, how would you have done it? I like the way Maya did it. Mm, I do like the way Maya did it. The only thing I would have did, I felt I like how Maya started. Like when she was trying to kind of bait her, like, oh, the whole thing about the rage. 
I think I might have let it be a little bit more of a slow burn than Maya mm-hmm. did. I probably would have like invited, started inviting her to hang out like with me and the other girlfriends just because you do kind of have to get people comfortable to talk about stuff like that. But at the same time, I understand why Maya didn't wait around because, girl, you could be dead tomorrow. I mean, just being honest, like, you never know what the situation is over there. So, like, I see it both ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a 30-minute show. They can only do so much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how I would have done it. I'm really one of those people that don't like to rock the boat. But I guess I'd have to look at it like, let's rock it if it means you stay alive. (laughs) Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. if I'm wrong... Then I, I don't have to fuck with you because you're not even like, I don't even know you like that. It's not, I'm not losing anything. So I guess exactly. So. But yeah, Maya confronts her and Alicia's like, oh no, no, he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, she does that nervous, like, no, nah, he doesn't, he doesn't hit me. No, of course not. We know she's lying. Um, and she's like, I saw the empty hydrogen peroxide bottles in your garbage. She's like, bitch, you looking through my garbage? Well, once, once, isn't it something where once his garbage is like public? Yeah. It's yeah, not illegal. So, Once yeah, it's in the garbage, the only thing she could really be charged with is like breaking into their yard to get it. But the garbage is anybody's once you throw it out. Mm-hmm. And that's what she puts together that Maya called 911 on them. Wait a minute. What? Oh, huh. you're the one to call the police. No, 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 no. I called 911. They called the police. And so you know how it worked, afraid and keep you isolated from society. Oh, <laughs> that was <it>. funny. <laughs> So, you know, she storms out, says, lose my number, and leaves her in L.A. Why couldn't she just call one of the girls to take her out to Lancaster? That's what I said. You got, like, or William or Monica. Call William. Monica, you got options. Why you had to take a cab to a metro, to a bus, to a... Or call motherfucking Darnell. Have him send one of his niggas to go pick your ass up. Yeah, especially considering that everybody pretty much works for themselves. So I don't see why anybody would have been able to, like, not do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So next, we're back at Joan's house. Her and Aaron are watching TV on the couch. But he can tell something's wrong with her. So she explains it. He asks her about it, and she says... You need to know that I'm a bit of a freak. <laughs> he says, I know. That's one of the reasons I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Is Jonah a freak, though? Wow. Ooh. We find out new shit about people freak every nasty. episode. <laughs> so she's like, no, I'm a Valentine's freak. I'm freaky about all things holiday. If you can't get on board with that, then I'm going to resent you. Maybe not now, but certainly before the kids go to junior high. So maybe we should just end this now. And he laughs at her. He thinks she's kidding. But she's not. He laughs just like he did on how did I or why did I get married? He does. <laughs> I remember oh, that laugh. It's creepy. It like it's ingrained in my spirit. So when it happens, it makes me shudder. Um, but she's not kidding about this, and she hates that something so important to her doesn't matter to him at all. Mm. He's like, "How was I supposed to know it was important to you if you didn't tell me?" And she said, "You said Valentine's Day is like emotional blackmail, and I didn't want you to think I was manipulating you." He says, so you rather, you rather me think you're a passive-aggressive crazy person? She says, well, it's closer to the truth. And girl, that is true. Mm-hmm. Son, what were you saying? I get, like, Aaron saying, you know, how's he supposed to know if Joan doesn't say anything? But it also goes back to Etsy just saying that he also does not know Joan because... Or really, he kind of doesn't know people in general, though, because mm-hmm. I'm just surprised that Joan had to tell him 
when they were on the couch that that was what was bothering her as if they hadn't already had that weird conversation the moment they got back in from the J spot about Valentine's Day. She brought Uh it up immediately and it was clear that she, even though they ended that conversation, it didn't seem like they really ended it on the same page, even though she said they did. They didn't resolve it. like, yeah. So it's like, why are you surprised that this is still a thing? Do you <laughs> not like know how to read people? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next, we move on to William's bachelor party, which I was like, why is it all the way out in Dar- uh, Darnell and Maya's house? Well, it's it's well, no, Jonah's a big house. Why is it out there? Anyway, we also find out. I mean, you know why. Because they got to make it so that they hear the noises mm-hmm. and go over They got to make it so that they hear TV the TV land. It's just like, come on now. No TV Most land. Most people at this party live in LA. Like, why are we going all the way to Lancaster? Plus, why is Darnell the best man? Based on what? Yeah. We haven't got, got no friends. friends. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it was either him uh, or Joel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if she could be the best woman. Best woman. Yeah. Wasn't she the best woman for his... When he was engaged there, yeah, with the Yvonne, yeah, uh-huh. that's so sad. Oh, that makes me feel so bad for him. He doesn't have any <laughs> male friends. But Aaron says the bachelor party is weak, which it it is. It's not even like a real bachelor's party. It's like a cookout or something. Yeah, that's what it's given for sure. But Darnell's like, well, this is the fake bachelor's party. We're gonna throw the women off the scent of the real one later. And William says it doesn't matter. I can't go to strip clubs anymore because Monica Black lights my clothes. Wow. Change your clothes. What the fuck? But then we cut to the kitchen. We see Maya telling the girls, um, you know, maybe I was wrong about Alicia, but she still could have gave me a ride home. I took a cab to a bus to a Metrolink to a gypsy cab to get home. Wow. Too That's much. worse than New York. That's worse. Girl. We bless. I would have just had to eat that that Uber money up and call it a day because I ain't doing all of that. Let's just call your husband. Like, what was this about anyway? Lynn says, "Gypsy cab. Who's trying to horn in on my beat?" I'm like, dang, that's a good hustle, Lynn. Okay, gypsy cabs. So then Darnell runs into the kitchen and goes, "Hey, turn the music down. I heard something coming from Ray and Alicia's house." He says it just like that. No emotion. <laughs> Maya, turn down the music. I think I heard something coming from Ray and Alicia's. <laughs> I did not like the line read on this. He did not sound frantic <laughs> enough. <laughs> See, if he would have actually believed Maya, it would have been more urgent. But when you hear those sounds, like the crashing and the screaming and shit, that's like yeah. you run in and you go, yo, Maya, hold up. I heard some noises. Yeah, because they sounded like they was touching yeah, like you got to sound mm-hmm. urgent, like something's <laughs> happening over there. But yeah, they could have done a second take on it and he had him read it a different way. But Maya turns the music down and we hear yelling, glass breaking, shit's going crazy over there. So Darnell's yeah. like, I'm going over there. And Maya's like, nah, bitch, we're gonna call the cops. Like, we don't know if they got weapons, he got a weapon or nothing. You be hearing that statistic oh, about like a lot of people are murdered just because they go and help somebody else's dv situation they try to be that person that saves the woman and they end up getting shot by the husband you know what i do hear something similar to that it's something where it's like you have a friend right like in this case let's say maya would would want to help uh alicia alicia comes over to maya's house and then um ray just starts going crazy 
on both of them. Mm. Like, I've heard stuff like that. Yeah, that could happen too. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why you just... So yeah, he got to bring back up. (laughs) Yeah. And he says, uh, he brings Aaron and William along. William, uh, William tries to punk out. He's like, Darnell, (laughs) can we call the cops? (laughs) I mean, like... It is the right thing to do for safety. But it just looks weird when Aaron's like, yeah, I'll go. And then William's like, um, actually, guys, um... Especially, William, your ass, like, 6'3". If you don't get your big ass over there <laughs> with these things, what the Hold fuck? On, that's what I'm saying. Jesus. And it's going to be three of y'all. It's not like... I can see if it was just him and Darnell, but Aaron was there, too. So I'm like, it's three of y'all. It's one little cold. Right. Like, y'all got that? The cold ain't no six feet. He probably, like, five, oh, seven, yeah. child. He's, he's if y'all short. don't go over there... That dude's he short, is short. short. Let me see how tall Reggie Hayes is, because I think he's a good 6'5". And that nigga tall as hell. Cause he be he be taller than them with heels. Nah, he's six two. He just looks tall next to other be- other people. I mean, that's tall for a yeah. regular person. But he looks even taller. Yeah. Like he looks over six two. But I think he's always with girls, so he looks way taller. Um mm. standing next to them. Like he looks six five, like for real. But so they all three roll up on the house. Anything of note about this scene that's really uh, you want to talk about, guys? San, you got something? Um, I like how Darnell first approached it, like how he didn't just go in there like, you beating on your wife? <laughs> no, that's probably what <laughs> I would have did, but she was like... Yeah, man, we, we having a little get-together at my place. I don't know if you wanted to come through. No, I'm good. Well, maybe Alicia wants to come through. Alicia! Excuse me. Alicia! Excuse me! What you doing, man? I, I think he did a good job of... I guess the best way you can confront that situation without being like aggressive, but still being like, you know, firm. Yeah, I like that. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. you wanna, we have a get together. You want to come over? Maybe Alicia wants to come. Alicia! <laughs> I was like, yo, you calling that man's wife? Mm-hmm. No. He like looked over him and did it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like that. A lot of men are so possessive of their wife or their woman in general that another man yelling their name is like a trigger. I was like, he about to get mm-hmm. decked. That's what I was thinking too. I didn't, I didn't know how that was going to work, but nah, not this type of show. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't like how Darnell knocked on the door frame instead of the door. Did you, did you realize that? <laughs> Why did he do that? Mm-hmm. Maybe the door was like a prop door and it was so like made of like a weird material that it would have sounded weird that they didn't have a knock on the actual door. Alicia comes out of the house and you could tell she's been crying. She's like, I'm good. No, it's, thank you, Darnell, but I'm good. I'm going to stay here. Great acting from the girl who plays Alicia. She did her thing. She did what was asked of her. Very good. Uh-huh. Um, so after she says she's good, Darnell's like, are you sure? And Ray's like, bitch, get up at my house. Who do you think you are? I'm walking in here like it's yours. Darnell says, I'm a grown uh-huh. man who knows better than to beat, a, beat on his wife. Okay, mm, Mr. Reformed. Shots thrown. That is a shot, but come on. Darnell, you was a step or two away from beating my at times. <laughs> <laughs> don't act like you, you're the better man because you... I don't know. It's close. Y'all neck and neck. <laughs> we, we raise neck a little higher. Alicia tries to say something and Ray grabs her and pushes her back into the house. And all the girls are walking over too. They're on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And William just standing there. He ain't saying nothing. I don't think he's at one line or nothing. He's just, he's all the way in the back of the guys. So he's the third one back. 
Yeah. William is there for, for numbers. Yeah. Okay. He's there for numbers. Moral support. Like, oh, they got three niggas here. Okay. <laughs> so don't try nothing funny. <laughs> so Ray tells her to go back inside. Maya comes to the porch too. Because, well, what happens is he basically closes the door on Alicia says, all right, stay your ass out here. Because Maya's like, you know, you can, you don't got to go back inside. Come with this, Alicia, okay? It, it, it's going to be okay. Why didn't you just stay out of it? What? Ray! At that point, I'm like, all right, I'm going to head home, head on home right now. You don't I want help. Out. She doesn't <laughs> want help. If you, if you don't want it, yeah. I'm not going to waste my time and put myself in danger trying to help you. So I'm just going to leave. Exactly. That's all I need to hear. But she did put the blame on Maya when Darnell was the one to hear the sounds this time. I feel like I like that um, they kind of made this particular scene play out like this because as much as you can want to help somebody in a situation like that, like you said, they ultimately yeah. have to want that help themselves. So yeah. I thought that that was very realistic that, you know, on your first attempt to try to pull somebody out of a situation like that, it's probably not going to be successful. And it's good to show that on a sitcom because everyone tries to kind of push that thing. Like if someone doesn't want help, like some people will probably think, well, I'm just going to try harder and try harder when that could create more, more abuse for that victim too. If you keep intervening too much without her wanting it, Ray could get wind of that and just beat her even more. So you kind of mm-hmm. got to learn to walk away at times, even when it's hard. So... Maya looks on with uh, tears in her eyes as Alicia yells for Ray to let her back in the house. And she's like, I'm sorry, baby. Let me back in. Bitch, my stuff is in there. Mm. My CDs and shit. (laughs) My clothes. And so Darnell walks her back home. And that's the end of that scene. And then back at the house, Darnell and Maya are cuddling on the couch. Maya asks for a foot massage. And Darnell's Mm -hmm. like, huh. Well, she didn't ask for it. She mentions it'd be a great idea. And Darnell agrees. So they both put their feet up at the same time. That's funny. I guess showing that all couples have a little miscommunication. But at the end of the day, it's all love. (laughs) And then you hear the doorbell ring. Well, who's at the door? It's Alicia. With a black eye and a busted lip looking crazy. This nigga done beat her ass. Probably because all them people done rolled up to the house. Yeah. And she went back, though. I mean, yeah. But she comes in. She says, I need help. I need some help. And they hug and the scene ends. Now, as I'm watching this scene and thinking about all the scenes in this show and how tough they were, I was thinking, uh, where's Jabari? (laughs) (laughs) Does Jabari hear the screams, too? Does Jabari Mm -hmm. know his neighbors are being, have this DV shit going on? Does he know that there's black neighbors? Jabari over at that white bitch house trying to get some pussy. Right, because we ain't see Jimbari all episode. (laughs) He didn't make that one appearance. Jumanji broke up with that girl. We talked about it. He had to tell her to kick Um, rocks. But yeah, Jabari is a teenager. So I think that him not being there for a lot of the things isn't really weird because of now that he's older, he can kind of do things independently as opposed to maybe at the beginning of the show when he was younger, it's more of like a, where your baby at, child? Yeah. So Jabari, 15, 16, child, he's somewhere hanging out That's with the crazy. kids. I wonder what, what his scenes would have been like if he had been like witness to any of this. Because kids don't really know about that stuff. They don't have experience or know how to to deal with that stuff. So 
That would have been interesting. He was beating her? Is it? It's so really? weird seeing how old Jabari is compared to how old he was. Um, like at the well, obviously we have two different Jabari's. Yeah, but I think like Jabari's age yeah. kind of keeps me like on track with how much time has like passed since the beginning of the show because it's like, dang, he mm-hmm. really is about to start driving, and that's crazy. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll get that episode coming up where he learns he tries to get his permit. Oh, so that's the scene that ends there with her like crying and with a black eye, busted lip, and she comes over to the Wilkes house. I feel like it should have ended there. What do you think, guys? For sure. But, you know, they always throw it in their little ending scene. Yeah, it made it a little too funny. Like you brought us down and I feel like the wackiness of the final scene just kind of made it too. It's almost diminishing the importance of that message. Yeah, I think that maybe they should have put the whole this next scene in between the party and the scene where Alicia comes back. That's what I would I think that would have been oh, a better like sequence. After they, they'd unrolled up on the house. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Then Joan with this last scene and then the last scene being Alicia coming. I yeah. agree, Etsy, especially because that kind of would have added a little bit more it felt like those two scenes also besides the ending scene just being a completely different dynamic from the rest of the episode or for you know the rest of what else was going on it felt like the scene of them coming back from uh ray and alicia's and then them in the living room it the it just was so abrupt like okay we were just at the party now is it the next day is it the same night like it kind of that's was, another thing yeah it was kind of awkward so oh, yeah. i think that if they would have had the scene with joan and aaron in between i always want to call aaron brock i don't know why they look I've similar i had to stop myself so many times from calling him brock. <laughs> <laughs> um if they would have put that scene and then we came back and seen alicia came back at the end it also would have kind of added a little bit more like shock value like oh my gosh she came back for help didn't think that we were gonna end off like this yeah I didn't expect it either. Um, I forgot how this ended. I'd watched it so long ago. Um, but we get this scene, the final, final scene with Joan waking up on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So um, Joan wakes up. She comes into the living area and you see all these decorations and gifts and balloons. And she's like, oh, my God, she loves it. Aaron came through and did his big one for Joan for Valentine's Day. And she goes, I can't wait to see what you do for St. Patrick's Day. And Aaron is like, bitch, what? <laughs> now, now, hold on, Joan. Okay, I was with you with the Valentine's. What, what the St. fuck Patty's is a St. Patrick's? What do you do for that? <laughs> She's losing it. <laughs> Wear green and dress like a leprechaun? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. All I can think of is them, them coins them chocolate coins that you oh, eat. Oh, yeah. That's I wrapped guess. up in gold wrapping. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Go to parade. Oh, get some beers, some Irish beers. I don't know. That's a that's a weird one. That was weird. But Joan is the same one that did all that weird stuff for Cinco de Mayo um, at that retirement yes. home. So we shouldn't be too, too surprised because that was also very weird. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very strange. But yeah, he comes through. I ain't seen no diamonds or nothing, though. But sure, balloons and flowers and maybe some chocolate but next time next time um and that's the end of our episode we land on aaron's oh shit face and next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode san 
What is your oh hell yes moment? My oh hell yes moment is going to have to be when Darnell finally was on his wife's side about this whole situation. When he went up to that door and was like, Alicia, <laughs> I was like, oh hell yes. Finally, Darnell, because <laughs> where, have, where have you been this whole time? Alicia. <laughs> it's weird. He had to have absolute proof before he believed her. Like he yeah. heard the noises and that's how he knew he wasn't, but he wasn't going around looking in the trash. Like, I guess it's kind of like some people need that actual proof, you know, <laughs> Etsy what's yours. Uh, mine was Maya believing her intuition, trusting her intuition, sticking by her guns, even when everyone else was doubting her and trusting what she felt. Regardless of what proof there is. Yeah. Oftentimes your body is sending you a message that your brain can't necessarily compute yet because there's no, there's not enough hard facts. Mm. And that's what intuition is. Your gut. So yeah. Yeah. Your gut. Something feel funny then it is funny. I don't give a fuck if I ain't got no proof. Period. (laughs) Couple, (laughs) couple episodes ago, um, Joan used her gut. Uh huh. The whole shit thing. <laughs> and now this time exactly. it's Maya's gut that we're talking about. Literally. So we're so, going to hopefully we get some episodes about Lynn's gut, William's gut, Monica's gut. Um, <laughs> my oh hell yes is when they walked up to the house, but when seeing the overhead shot of the three men walking up to the door, ooh, chills. Chills. Like they was about to fucking Hold handle up. shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> that. Whew. Oh hell yes, mm-hmm. for real! Like mm-hmm. like three superheroes, but one that don't do much. Like a <laughs> two superheroes and a sidekick of some shit. A butler, Robin. Yeah, Robin or a fucking mm-hmm. what's the guy? Batman's butler. Mm-hmm. Well, he he used to come in clutch. Don't don't do the butler like that. I mean, Alfred. He, Alfred. What's his name? Alfred. It's Alfred. Yeah, yeah. Two superheroes and Alfred walking up yeah you know alfred would have some uh some communications and some things to tell batman and he would tell them he would tell him like the little clues and things that he's seen and what's going on and then batman would go and put on his suit and go handle business so yeah that really really touched me but anyway that is the end of our episode thank you so much son for joining us you were great you were wonderful thank you Uh, Go ahead and read your commentary. Yeah, definitely. And I I love this episode was really good. I love ones that we can talk about and have different points of view and things like that. It's it's great. Um, Tell the listeners again where they can find your art. Yes, y'all can find me on Instagram from Salon, the number four U, and my website as well from Salon, the number four U. That's just the letter U, not Y-O-U.com. Cool. Mm-hmm. And we have our social media as well, as you know, guys. TikTok at Hell Yes Girl, uh, Twitter at Hell Yes Girl, and make sure you go on your favorite podcast platform and rate, review, and subscribe. Give us five stars and leave a review, and we will read it right here on the airwaves. So next episode is Willie or Won't He Part Three. Um, I think this will have to do with uh, William's gut. So. Uh, We'll have a guest on for that one as well. Cannot wait. And until then, I am Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.